Hey guys, Jeremy Haddon here. This is Moms Beyond the Real, where we do just that. Go beyond that highlight reel that you see on social media. Motherhood isn't always sunshine and rainbows, and I believe that it's time to get real and talk about all aspects of motherhood. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Moms Beyond the Real. I am back with another interview episode, and I am so excited to share this one. I think it's a very important message and um, a lot that we can all learn from, and I feel like it's a topic that um, is talked about more lately, so if you have heard of it but you haven't quite dove into it, is dove into it right? I think that's right. I don't know. I think that's right. Um, then, you know, maybe this will help you understand it a little bit coming from this mom's perspective. Um, but, um, I'll also provide some information at the end, um, that I was able to find on this, um, subject, but I just was really appreciative that this mom reached out and wanted to share, um, you know, her story and she was very open and honest about it. And I definitely learned a lot from this episode. So, um, I will pretty much leave it at that um, as far as the intro goes. I also wanted to clear something up because some of these interviews are, um, you know, were recorded months ago and um, I can only, you know, release or I only release one a week. Um, But I wanted to let you guys know that we do the highs and lows together um, with the person that I'm talking to on Zoom um, for the interview ones. And um, so sometimes my high and low may be a little bit off as far as timing wise with my kids because it could be months old. So just keep that in mind. Um, And uh, I still think it's good to hear, but you may just be confused like, wait, why, why is that, you know, a low or why is that a high? Uh, It's not, you know, it's, it's, it's not that time that she's in, in her life right now. But um, anyways, that's why, if you're wondering, I know everyone's very concerned about my high and my low. Um, so I will leave it at that and introduce you guys to this week's episode, which is PCOS and unplanned pregnancy. Okay. So let's start out with our highs and lows for the week and I'll let you go first. Alrighty. Um, so I'll start with my low. Uh, my son has started, uh, like a sleep regression. So the nights have been pretty rough this week. He's been getting up like two or three times a night so Mm -hmm. I've just been going back in there just like you know pat him to go back to sleep so it's been some pretty pretty long nights this week but um my high is he's been putting words together to form sentences lately so he started saying like love you mama and it just makes like the long night so much sweeter yeah so yeah you're like you're lucky you're so cute yes exactly (laughs) yeah we've gone through that I mean I have two kids and I remember the sleep regressions and I feel like it happens every so often and uh it's never fun (laughs) yeah hopefully this is the the last one I think though is what they say so we'll see that's good (laughs) and then what is your high for the week Oh yeah. You said it. Sorry. Um, perfect. So, um, my high is just a lot of family time. I feel like we've been spending a lot of time together, which is nice. Um, we're usually like extremely busy and I just feel like the last week we've just been able to kind of chill out and hang out and spend some time together. So that's been my high. Um, my low is my oldest. Um, she's four or about to be four. And she's struggling with going to sleep. So (laughs) 
<laughs> she just like you know even when they're older she she wants to either like fall asleep in our bed which we just choose not to co-sleep um so Yeah. i've been trying to like read her books in her bed and then you know it's just been kind of a struggle so we are working through it Yep. <laughs> all right so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before you became a mom So before I became a mom, um, I was very, I would say independent. Um, I was always looking to do something, you know, I was, I was like, I'm a young mom. So, um, I actually found out I was pregnant like two weeks after my 21st birthday. So, um, you know, just a lot of hanging out with friends and I was a really hard worker. I, I actually loved working. So, um, yeah, I was always busy doing something. Um, but yeah. And, um, did you ever see yourself having kids? Well, so when I was 18, um, I was diagnosed with PCOS. Um, so in case you don't know what that is, it's polycystic ovarian syndrome, which means that basically your hormones are really imbalanced. So your estrogen is really low and your testosterone is higher than most females, which causes infertility and cysts on your ovaries. Um, so I, you know, I didn't really think about having kids because of that. Um, and I wasn't really too worried about it when I was, you know, 18 years old. So mm -hmm. me being the night, the naive 18 year old, I didn't really do much research on my own. And the doctor didn't really offer much information other than, you know, your chances of getting pregnant. Uh, naturally or slim to none. Um, but, you know, here's some birth control to help balance your hormones. So the birth control eventually wasn't really helping me anymore um, after about two years. So then I just stopped taking them to see if that had anything to do with it. Um, and then, yeah. So they don't give anything else for PCOS other than birth control for hormones or there um, isn't really much research still done on PCOS. Uh, they do have a couple um, medications to help some of the symptoms, not necessarily PCOS in general. Uh, so like birth control could help, you know, your balance your hormones a little bit better. There's um, some of the, some women have like an excess growth of body hair because of the extra testosterone in your body. Mm. And so there are pills to kind of help with that, but it's such, there's so many different things that go into having PCOS that there's not certain medications specifically for PCOS, if that makes gotcha. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's not one thing that's going to help every single person because it's not all Exactly. the same for everyone. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, you stopped taking birth control and you're probably thinking in your head, well, I have like a, barely a possibility of getting pregnant. I'm assuming is what was going through your mind. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And so how long after you stopped taking birth control, did you get pregnant? Two months, girl. Two Two months. months. Wow. <laughs> Wow. yeah. Um, and so what went through your mind? Like, well, how did you even realize, like, what kind of signs were there, um, that you were kind of like, wait a minute, I think I might need to take a test or something. Well, it's so funny because with PCOS, you have like super irregular periods. So obviously I wouldn't be able to tell from that. Um, I just, I started feeling really tired and, um, 
you know, it was my 21st birthday. So me and he wasn't my husband at the time, but my husband now, um, we went out and got margaritas and I have, you know, I was never a lightweight or anything like that. But when I got home, I, li- I only had one margarita. And when I got home, I threw up everywhere. Oh my I was gosh. like, oh my gosh. I was like, what is happening? So then the next, I think it was like two days later, we went to Nashville because he's a musician. So, um, we go up there a lot. I love Nashville. And yes. Oh my gosh. Love it. Um, and so I was like, how crazy would it be? He was like, well, just take a test. I was like, okay, well, it's going to be negative. So whatever. So I took it and it was positive and oh my God. Yeah. What <laughs> was, was your crazy. reaction? Like what was going through your mind? You know, I couldn't really believe it at first. I, it, it was just a lot of different emotions because one, I was never expecting to become a mother. So I was completely shocked at that but also because you know it wasn't planned I didn't have you know things figured out for like a family life and stuff like that so at the beginning um I just I couldn't really believe it um and my husband couldn't really believe it either so I think that the drive from Nashville back home definitely like open the door for conversation about, you know, what's the next step that we're going to take. So yeah, we were, we were both pretty shocked at first when we found out. And, um, did you tell your families right away or like, do you feel like you were scared to tell your families excited? I was definitely terrified to tell my family. Um, my, my family is pretty conservative. Uh, so, you know, having premarital sex and having, you know, kids out of wedlock, that was definitely not something that, uh, I wanted to share with them, but obviously I had to, and my mom is my best friend. So, um, I couldn't really keep it from her for too long. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised at how well my whole family took it when I told them that I was pregnant. It was I was just stressing myself out for no reason because they were very, very supportive of it. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that we tend to do that. I remember even um, like when I was younger, if I would be nervous to tell my parents about something and I don't know why, because, you know, most of us, I mean, we're, I'm, I feel lucky that I have that relationship with my parents. It usually is fine and they're totally fine, but we work ourselves up so much. So, yes, but that's amazing that, that they were so excited. So, um, so then did you make like a doctor's appointment to confirm and, um, like how did that kind of go? So I, (laughs) I took like eight at home pregnancy tests (laughs) because I just, I could not believe it. I was like, there is no way that this is happening. So I took them at home and obviously every single one of them said that I was pregnant. So I was like, (laughs) okay, well, I guess I am. So let's just go ahead and make a doctor's appointment. But, um, thankfully I was, I found out pretty early on. Um, I was, let me think I was six weeks when we found out. So, um, so then, yeah, I didn't get it like officially confirmed by my doctor until I was eight weeks. So. 
And um, does PCOS affect um, like your hormones throughout your pregnancy or is it, does it just kind of affect infertility in that aspect? It um, affects you always. So if you're pregnant, if you're not pregnant. Um, so infertility is like a huge part of it, but um, you know, obviously it's not the same for everyone because I got pregnant. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was, there was a lot of ups and downs <laughs> during my pregnancy because not only because of my hormones, but you know, it, it wasn't really planned. So um, just like the stress of trying to hurry up and get everything figured out before my son got here and everything. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty stressful. <laughs> yeah. And being that young, um, most of us, I feel like aren't, you know, don't have friends that are having babies already usually. So did you have other friends that already had babies or were you kind of the first in your, in your friend group or? Yeah, I was the first one in my friend group. Um, it was difficult. I, lost some friends, but I also gained some friends, um, after I had my son. Um, I just wish that I would have known then what I know now about how incredible it is to be a mother. Um, I wish that I wouldn't have stressed myself out so much during my pregnancy, just because looking at it now, things always work out how they're supposed to, things mm -hmm. always fall into place pregnancy is a beautiful thing. Um, and especially because I was never expecting it to happen. I wish I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, just because I was the first one in my friend group and this wasn't planned, I, it did feel a little bit lonely. Um, but you know, my family was super supportive and, uh, my husband was also very supportive. So I didn't feel, you know, too, too bad, but, um, yeah, I was, I was the first one in the friend group. So it was difficult in that aspect, but I did gain a lot of great friends after the fact. I, I went, um, I met a lot of new moms, moms that were in my similar situation where they were young. So it didn't end up being that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I find that with moms, I think that, um, we all want to have other friends that are also moms because mm -hmm. we're just in the same phase in life and, um, you can just relate more. And I know that, um, I'm actually, so I had my, my daughter, my first one, when I was 24, I was almost 25. Um, but I was the first one out of any of my friends to have a baby as well. And I was married and, and we did plan for her, but it was still like, you know, they wanted to go and do things that I wasn't always able to do for without sure. having to plan and things like that. So, I mean, you do kind of, you know, go through that change in, you know, relationships. And I think that also, especially, I mean, during your pregnancy, you've got a lot of stuff going on anyways, but then mm -hmm. even after like your postpartum is just, I don't know. It was harder for me after I had a baby with, you know, having all the changes in friends and relationships and stuff. And, you know, it's hard at first, but then you do find those moms that um, you can relate to and, you know, they always have your back and there's people there to listen and give you advice. So I love other moms. <laughs> yes. So yes. It's, it's I think great, it is very important to yeah. have other mom friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great community. And I think doing this podcast, um, like all the messages that I get from these episodes, it's just like, you know, they, they feel like, okay, I can actually relate to, you know, these other moms and it just makes you feel, you know, so much better about anything yes. that you're going through. So 
Yeah, so that's good. Um, so, um, so now that you have your son, um, how has your has your life changed other than, you know, friendships? Has, has your life changed at all since having your son? Yeah, I think because I was, you know, 20 years old when I got pregnant and then, you know, shortly after I turned 21, um, I still had a lot of growing up to do and I'm, I still am young. I'm only 23, but I feel like once you have that responsibility of becoming a parent and raising up, um, you know, your children and everything like that, you definitely turn into a completely different person. Uh, and it's not in a bad way at all whatsoever. It's, it's a, it's a great thing. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I grew up a lot since, um, having him and it's been wonderful. So, um, I'm very, very blessed that I have him. I see the world in a completely different way now. I'm, you know, when you're 18, 19, early twenties, you know, it's kind of all about you. You're still kind of selfish and stuff. Mm -hmm. So now that I have my son, I'm, um, everything's about him and, you know, my family and other people. So it's definitely made me a better person. Yeah. You mature quicker for sure. And yes, it's just crazy how much you love those little, little, little people. Oh, oh my gosh. It's, so much. You yeah. just, you just can't even describe the feeling. No, it is weird because you can't describe it, but it's just like so overwhelming. And like, I love my husband to death, but like my kids, it's just like a whole nother thing. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know that you said that before you were pregnant, um, you were working a lot. So are you staying home with your son? Are you still working? Yeah, I'm a stay at home mom. I stay home with him. Um, but I do have, you know, a little side business where I, I personalize gifts for people like shirts and coffee mugs. So I do still have, um, a little bit of income. So that's really nice that I get to stay home with him, but still have, you know, a small business where I can decide what I want to do and when I want to do it. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. You have that flexibility. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. Um, so are your, is, is your family around? Like, are they able to be in your son's life a lot? How's your family dynamic? So my family, um, my parents are divorced, but my dad lives about I would say 45 minutes from us. And then my mom um, and my grandparents, they live about an hour and a half from us. But my husband's parents, they live about 30 minutes from us. So mm -hmm. it's all, we're all pretty close. Uh, it's nothing too crazy. You know, I could still take, you know, a weekend trip to go see my mom. It's, it's not too bad. So I'm really lucky to have um, most of my family pretty close by. Yeah. Yeah. We have um, my, husband's family is here but then my family lives um across the country which is hard but we do try to see each other as much as we can so it's nice to have family around yeah and especially having like facetime and zoom and everything like that makes it a lot better too so you don't yeah. feel too disconnected from everybody yeah it absolutely helps i actually had a um android phone and i know there's like this whole like debate android versus iphone <laughs> but i had an yeah. android phone before i got pregnant and then when we had to move out to arizona um and i knew that my family wasn't moving it was just us moving um i actually switched to get an iphone because everybody else had one and i wanted to be able to facetime so <laughs> Not even I yeah. for that reason. So I yeah, think I feel that. Yeah. So it's important. So, um, 
So do you and your husband plan to have more children or um, have you talked to doctors? Like, do you think it's, it's something that could happen or? Uh, yeah, we have talked about having more kids. We would love to um, have some more pretty soon. That way the kids are close in age. Um, I have an older, I have two older brothers and a little sister. Um, and so I really want my son to be able to grow up with a sibling that's, you know, somewhat close to him in age. So um, yeah, we do plan on having some soon. As far as the doctor thing goes, I kind of take that with a grain of salt because, you know, your body's going to do what your body's going to do. Everyone's different. Um, we're still going to try. We're not going to be discouraged because we do know that, you know, infertility could be in our cards. Um, so we have, if that is, you know, something that we face, we have talked about adoption or, um, even IVF, but both of those are pretty expensive. So we're just really crossing our fingers for a natural, um, conception. So we'll see, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that, um, I have a couple of friends who, um, have struggled getting pregnant and I know that it can be discouraging, but there's all these stories that, you know, it ends up taking them a little bit of time, but then they do get pregnant on their own. And it's, you know, it's like, you know, why not try? So exactly. Yeah. So that would be awesome. Um, and then, um, I like to leave it off with, um, some advice. So first, um, just because you have a couple of, um, stories within your story. So for PCOS, um, what kind of advice would you give to another woman who has found out that she has PCOS and is, you know, hoping to have a family? What would your advice be to her? First, I would say to do your research, do your research on your own, get second, third, fourth opinions from other doctors and see what they say. Um, don't feel too discouraged with the news that you've gotten because like I said, every, every woman is different. So your story is not going to be exactly the same as someone else. So you might be able to get pregnant on, by yourself. You might be able to, um, you know, do all these things that, you know, doctors and other people say that you can't do. So yeah, I would definitely just try to stay encouraged. Don't feel too down and definitely get um, second opinions from different doctors because, you know, there's not much research that has been done. So, um, yeah, I would just say to just to take light of it. Don't be too down on yourself. And then what would you say to um, an expecting mom that just found out that she was pregnant and it was not planned? Um and, you know, they may be kind of stressed out how to tell family, maybe how to tell the person that's the father um, and just kind of nervous about the whole situation. What would you what would your advice be to them? My advice to them would be that um, becoming a mother is. Incredible, it's so indescribable, um, you know, don't spend too much. I know that it's hard, but don't spend too much time worrying. You just need to enjoy the life that you're forming inside of yourself, because I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Um, so yeah, just try to keep your head up. Don't worry too much about, um, the little things, everything will fall into place how it should. Um, and yeah, just really try to, if you can, you know, there's a bunch of groups on Facebook for expecting moms, like in your area or 
whatever. So just try to find community with other people who have kind of been in that same situation um, just so you can feel like you have someone who understands. Okay, you guys. So that was the interview portion with that amazing mom. Um, I'm so glad that she shared her story and I'm happy that she has been able to experience motherhood, even though she felt like it was maybe something that she wouldn't get to experience. So I think that that's really amazing. Um, so first off, I want to say I am not a doctor. I don't ever want to be a doctor and I'm not giving advice or anything. I just simply Googled some things about PCOS, um, that I figured I would just share. So, um, it does require a medical diagnosis, which I'm sure you guys already knew or expected. Um, but, uh, I just wanted to give some symptoms here and then, um, ways that we can, we can help. Um, so, uh, people may experience abnormal menstruation, absence of menstruation, heavy menstruation, irregular menstruation, short and light menstruation, or spotting. Um, regarding weight, um, obesity, overweight, or weight gain. Um, and then it said, as, uh, like she said, some of these things. Um, also common things are infertility, acne, depression, inappropriate male features, loss of scalp hair, oily skin, or unwanted hair, which I know she mentioned some of those. Um, but if you happen to be experiencing anything like that, um, I would think, you know, just go get checked out. Make sure you guys are doing your um, annual exams too. Um, I need to schedule mine. I just, I, I hate, I hate going and getting that done, but um, I have to do it every year and I keep up with it and I hope you guys all are too. Um, so yeah, those are some things that I found just simply Googling it. And then if you guys are interested in learning more, um, you guys can Google just like I can, I'm sure. But, um, how I first heard about PCOS was actually from watching teen mom. Um, and, um, the original, one of the original cast members, Macy Bookout, um, she has PCOS and I remember her, um, having an episode where she talks about it and she was, um, working really hard on spreading awareness and attending things. So, um, I actually just looked into her, um, her information here and there's a website called PCOSchallenge.org. Um, and right now it's, it says virtual PCOS advocacy day, 2022. Um, so let's see here. So that was March. Let's see. It's March 3rd, 2022, but there's like a bunch of speakers on here. There's a bunch of videos, um, when you click on the training button. So, um, it might be something that you guys may want to check out, but, um, yeah, I urge you guys to learn more and, and do some research. And, uh, if you feel like you're experiencing anything that she, um, told us about today, then, um, I suggest you let your doctor know. And, um, I think it's something that we've all been hearing more about. So I think it's important to know about. Um, I want to leave it at thanking you all for listening in on this week's episode. Um, I want to thank the mom who talked with us today. And um, I also want to ask that if you have not left a review yet, I would really, really appreciate it on Apple Podcasts. If you don't know how to do it, I'm more than happy to show you. Um, and then if you have a story that you feel like would be very beneficial for our listeners, you can either send me a DM at Moms Beyond the Real or you can send me an email, which is momsbeyondthereal at gmail.com. 
Um, and also something that I am now offering is, um, if you don't know, um, my husband and I have a, a shop that we sell like little furniture or furniture or little decor items. And then I, um, just recently, uh, a couple of months ago, actually, I think it's been like two months. I launched custom illustrations, um, that are done of your own photos. So I've been doing some of those. So if you are on the podcast, I am offering a free drawing. Um, if you choose to come on the podcast anonymous or not. Um, so that's a little gift from me to you. So if you have already been on the podcast and you're listening to this, um, send me a DM on Instagram and let me know, you know, you can just send me the picture on there and, um, I will do my best to get it to you as soon as possible, but depending on how many people send me theirs, um, may take a bit, but that is my gift to you. I appreciate all of you who are willing to come on here and share your experiences and your stories and, Um, I wouldn't have a podcast without all of you, so I just want to say thank you and give you that gift for you and your family. Um, All right, that is all I have for this week, you guys. Um, Thank you again for listening in, and I will see you all next week.